My tweakers will play on so grass and dirt. But turn down the volume on Dick and Bird. Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! St. Paul admitting the law and life and hitting rock bottom. Drugs in the ex-wife! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck! Hello and welcome to this thing we call Minnesota Foul Play-By-Play. I'm joined currently by Bradley Hawes. Uh, Michael Hawes is on the way, Esquire. Bradley, how we doing? Tell us how uh, our alma mater did at Divisionals. Hey, they showed up. I mean, they they had a a rough season. I think six games they won during the regular season. And then, you know, come tournament time, they they just gelled. They played... uh, they played some fantastic basketball. It was uh it was fun. I hadn't been to the Metro in 21 years, I believe. Good facility. Um, Last uh, time I was there was uh, state wrestling. That is a a great time. Yeah, it's great. Uh, they definitely need to uh, upgrade the facility a little bit. You know, new chairs, padding, whatever. But yeah, as far as like basketball, man, it was fun. Like I took Audrey up there and absolute blast. Um, ran into Fergus. And they're tough. I mean, they go three deep kids that are just yeah. stuck, like can score at will. Um, but you know, you know, proud to be a Red Devil man going to state. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the wild shootout winning ways. Uh, my God, pal. Uh, <laughs> the wild got another shootout win over the Islanders Tuesday. Freddie Goudreau, man, plays just the shootout so perfectly uh he is a shootout god he's got six shootout goals and 10 attempts uh i just when that when that went to a shootout i leapt out of my chair at the bar i was so excited because i knew we'd win that game i was nervous really i did a frozen four bet last night oh yeah (laughs) how did that turn out (laughs) hey oh you mean for the men's or women's tournament no for for hockey i just call it frozen four um you pick four teams and I actually ah. just took straight money lines. Yeah. So they could boy. win in overtime. Yes, so that a boy. You learned it did you win. It did? Yes, I did. Hell yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. We finally have done it. We've won a bet for you. All right. Oh. So the four 14 parlays, uh, money line only. None of this 1.5 goddamn goals and none of this goddamn. Yes. This is exactly how I bet the sport. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. I, I won, I bet $5. I won 65. Now I I got, yes, I got three teams. I put all 65 bucks on the three teams now. For tonight. <laughs> just trying to double it up of course you did because that's that's what brad does he's our uh gambling uh addict i mean expert uh toronto colorado and yeah, carolina hey yeah i'm gonna turn All my five dollars 65 bucks now is gonna turn me 485 that's Ooh. nice you had like three three for sure's and one like eh, i don't know but i try i love watching the wild wins so i'm gonna yeah that's a good bet Anyways, uh, yeah, so it came down to Freddie Goudreau again uh, on the third round of the of the shootout uh, after ah, 
yeah, Reeves gets in a fight, oh. scores his first goal of the season, and then what? You know what he tells all the kids at his his kids hockey game? Wherever you are, eat that because I've got yep. a goal now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's courtesy Joe Smith on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Ryan Reeves not only won a fight, but he he got himself a goal, smacked it right out of the air. Uh, boy, I mean, and we just got reinforcements on the third line via trade. This team, it's it can beat just about anybody in the West. I don't know about the East, but we just showed we can beat the Islanders. The, the shitty thing about it is just how log jammed it is from the top to yeah, two teams outside. Of oh, we the left wild from card. the like bottom wild card spot to damn near the top of the the Central Division. We're we're damn near to the top of the conference, right? I mean, we're, we're two games back of the conference. It's like maybe i mean right but we, we don't have the games in hand that's the thing the abs will probably pass yep. they've got three games in hand hell they get they win two out of those three they get, get four points yeah they'll they'll run ahead of us so yeah we're we're one point ahead of them uh the stars also have a game in hand so um it'll be tough to catch them uh but we got a two-point lead on edmonton and calgary and we've all played the same number of games so i mean actually, hey, we no, might our- actually avoid the wild card our lead on Calgary is more than that. Our lead on Calgary is like four or five. It's a, uh, um, isn't it like Winnipeg or something is right below. I don't have the stats in front of me. I just, I just do did I. this research not that long ago, so it should be well, pretty up to date. But you're I wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know what I'm not wrong about? We won the Philip Gustafson uh, Cam Talbot trade by a lot. Because that yes, guy's yes. 9.30 save percentage is second only to the NHL's uh, uh, Vesna Trophy favorite from Boston, Linus Olmark, at 9.38. Uh, and here's a little, did you know the team best in shootouts in the NHL? I wonder who it could be. The Minnesota Wild. Yeah, you got it, Brad. They have <laughs> 17 points via shootout wins this year, which is insane. So, uh, my question is, is, did the goalkeeper just miss that one on Bedros last night, or did he like? Is he he aiming for the bottom of his glove? Oh, he like, is. Yeah, Goudreau is like, a master at the five hole. Yeah, keeping the puck on the ice on the in the shootout goal. Yeah, I mean the guy's got six shootout goals and ten attempts. Uh, more importantly, like we only needed the one goal yesterday yeah. because Gustafson was so good, which is incredible. Uh, the other thing I tell you what, Tony, that I'm just I'm, I'm starting to get even more and more amazed by. Um, Thrill the thrill. Uh, he's it's so it's not watch. even like he's on ice, man. Like he's walking on air, like walking on sunshine, more like. Yeah, the way he can just stop and then go where, like, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got that kind of Connor McDavid esque and awesome. Man. He's up in that class, right? Like, I don't know if you watch any of Connor McDavid's goals on Instagram, yeah, but dude. holy god, that guy's amazing. Uh, he's he's a freak. He's gonna be um, down. So- I want to see that what, kid play so bad. Uh, he's going to be in Vegas while I'm down there. I might try to get into that game. What's the point of um, Kaprizov cutting the top of his tongues? Oh, on the top of his skates? Uh, yeah, it's, I saw lead, an article maybe? on that. I don't know. Uh, I mean, as a, as a skier, I can only tell you that forward forward lean allows you to go faster. So the, the farther over your skis you can get, the more pressure you can get over the top of your ski, the faster you go. So... I mean that maybe I, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because you're still tying them up, but yeah, maybe, exactly. I don't know. Maybe they're just uncomfortable too. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, they're they're meant to be tight as is like just like a ski uh, a ski boot. It should be so tight that it it's form fitting to your foot to to the point like there's no gap in between. So um, you want as much control as possible over your over your ski. I mean, and that's probably just it. Is he he feels like he has the most control over his his skates? You know, without the tongue. Oh, he's got he's got control. Oh God. He's amazing to watch. It's really fun to have the like best player on the ice most nights. Just, just that doesn't happen in Minnesota history did, very often. Did I ever tell you the story of the last game I went to when we were there in November? No. And I was sitting sec- next to some Minnesota native, and he's like, "Brizo's not even the best player on the team," and I'm like, <laughs> "What?" uh yeah i'm like he's i'm not gonna say he's the best in the league but he's definitely one of the best that guy must have been out of town from out of town because uh you know everybody in minneapolis in the twin cities area knows uh kaprizov kirill the thrill kirill dollar bill is worth all the dollars or is it when you're well you live there now i was just thinking maybe when you live in town you're like more fed up with these guys than say us who but I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I thought that was funnier and shit when that guy and told I, me that night I threw the flowers on the ice for uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, right before that happened, a guy wanted to fight me over standing up in the last few minutes of the third period. And I was like, <laughs> "Are you are you effing serious, man? I mean, if you got a problem, you should have bought a more expensive ticket. I'm sorry." Yeah, where's the Minnesota? <laughs> exactly. I couldn't believe it. He was like putting his chest in my face, and I'm just like, "Yeah, uh, are you? You're ridiculous, sir. I'm sorry, but not sorry." Anywho, I might be there for the Calgary game. I figure that'd be a pretty good one to see. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, they're a playoff caliber team. Uh, we got to have it. They got to have it. So, yeah, it'll be a playoff atmosphere, which it always kind of is in Minnesota anyways. They're, what? They're crazy crazy thing. Crazy thing. You know, when I was looking up the stats today, do you know off the top of your head what our goal differential is? Oh, God, no. But it's it's not. It's like maybe plus 12, something like that, plus yeah. a dozen or it's, so. It's Minnesota Vikings-esque. Oh yeah, Plus, I mean yeah. it's like <laughs> no. I mean we've won seven games in shootouts, so yeah, yeah it yeah. wouldn't be great, and those goals don't count. So yeah. All right, well we're gonna move on to your uh, a specialty there, Brad. Uh, the Vikings have a lot of decisions to make by March fifteenth. Uh, one of which is do they extend Kirk Cousins or do they just let him play out the last year of his contract? Uh, here I'll I'll read this very long quote uh, from. Kwesi Adolfo Minsa, the uh, general manager of the Minnesota Vikings. This is regarding Kirk Cousins and whether or not he's going to give him an extension, I believe. Uh, so let's go full numbers. He, We talk about nece- necessary and sufficient conditions in math. A necessary condition is having a starter level, level quarterback, a quarterback above a certain threshold. Now, that doesn't mean for sure you're going to win. That's not the only thing you need, but that is one of the things you need. Having a good level quarterback is a necessary condition. Kirk Cousins meets that threshold. We know that. We do. Okay, well, now, how do you build the rest of the team around him to make sure you can win in that way? Different quarterbacks require different things around them. But we know that for sure Kirk Cousins meets that threshold. How long does he meet that threshold? Those are things we need to answer. Is there a chance to add somebody, maybe with different skill sets? These are all questions got to answer. So there's not one right way, but I do know one thing. He is good enough. He meets that first threshold. That's a question a lot of people can't answer with a yes. So we have to make sure we treat that in the proper importance that it is. Holy God, I cut a lot out of that. And it still was incredibly long. And it was 
way of just not saying yes and not saying no to is Kirk Cousins the long-term future of the Minnesota Vikings franchise? Well, uh, number one, I, I, I don't – he's not going to be the long-term. I mean, shoot, he's what, 35? Gonna be I mean, 30? like long-term for three years is long-term. Yeah, so, I mean uh, – I don't know if you read between the lines to me, it sounds like they're trying to extend him because I, I, I don't, would, they have to, they right. absolutely have to. I mean, It'll you know, the since easiest way to lower their cap, their cap hit. You have to, I mean, that's, we always want to say that, you know, we're right there, which. He's a great quarterback. We said all season last year, he was a great quarterback. He's I not mean, a running quarterback. Correct. That's and I mean, Who's who's our last quarterback that we Teddy Bridgewater, you know, and then a, a horrific. Even, I've never injury. been more confident about a quarterback since no. probably Randall no. Cunningham for Christ's sake. No, I, I'm saying somebody that we actually brought up that we drafted. Brett Favre. Oh, that we drafted. Oh, don't better. give me yeah. They Brett Favre was. They don't by exist. Far. Like um, Warren Moon was the best quarterback for this franchise. I mean, Fran Tarkenton wasn't even was he drafted by the Vikings? I don't know. I don't I, think that's he was. before my time. But I mean, Dante Culpepper, I'm going like stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, Teddy was probably the last best one where he was, but he was just a borderline. He wasn't like a top tier. I'd say, hey, man, he, he had a good year. He had a good year before he blew out his knee in practice. Oh, that was but a sad he, day, man. Um. So, yeah, like I, I see, yeah, we have to. We're, we're financially, we're fucked. Cat so, we strapped. need, we have to have Kirk Cousins be our quarterback. And it's not like we're settling. I mean, no. Who else is going to be better? Would you rather have Derek Carr? Well, I mean, if we trade for Lamar like, Jackson, it's not like we're saving any money either. <laughs> hey, I'd go sign that guy, man. Well, then who are we going to get rid of uh, March 15th? Kirk Cousins. Adam Thielen. We, we both agree that Adam Thielen's gone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's either gone or he does the right thing. I mean, Takes the stats are ready. Discount. He, he didn't even have a 75-yard game. I, I saw that. Like, yeah. you would... Uh, Take the discount, bud. Stay in state. Play with your team. You're not yeah. going to get anything. Be the slot some receiver team... that catches the touchdowns in the yep. red zone. Yeah, I mean he's got still got the some of the he's still got Hall of Fame hands. Like, oh, get him what... on the you get him in the Chris Carter uh, out routes and just throw it right at his hands. Exactly. I mean, and yeah, Jefferson's going to be the highest paid ever wide receiver. So I mean, yeah, we have to extend Kirk Cousins. Uh, and I'm not, for three I'm not or four signing maybe because, five years. Yeah, I'm not signing because it's like, oh gosh, Kirk Cousins. It's just like, no, it's what's that, we've been stuck with worse. Like, we had Jeff George start a season for us once. Dude, Jeff George was <laughs> fun to watch, man. He, <laughs> he was, was fun, to wasn't watch. he back then? All right, so Adam Thielen's one that's gone. Dalvin Tomlinson. I don't know about this one myself, so you're gonna have well, to educate me on that. The was it last week they voided his contract right. and Patrick Peterson's. Pushed so what I think so they could negotiate longer. I think that's what it is. Yeah, Peterson has said he wants to come back. Um, that's great because he was the best defensive player we had last year. And like with our new defensive coordinator coming in, yeah, Brian Flores. I, like I think the schemes for certain guys, he can make them work. Yeah. So I, I think this. Well, and you know Patrick Peterson wants to get after the quarterback. He yeah, wants to get so, in the backfield, man. Like, you got two guys on the defense, if you retain Harrison Smith as well, that want to be at the line of scrimmage. And, you you know, our former 
defensive coordinator, which I got fired. <laughs> we take credit for that here. Uh, did no, not send them nearly Smith, enough. Harrison Smith, I don't see people paying him money. Like, I, right. I, I think we can get these guys at, you know, it's not going to be, it'll be a bargain for us. We might have to pay something, but I would like to see Harrison Smith back. Um, he had five <laughs> interceptions last year. That's a lot. Garrett Bradbury, I wouldn't mind seeing him back. I'm not a huge fan. Well, I'm not a huge oh, fan. Oh, no, I like Bradbury. But, I don't know about Sullivan, though, because you hope that Booth can take that spot, right? 100%, yes. Andrew and Booth was coming off of injury. We drafted him last year. Uh, and is it Louis Seen also? Yeah, safety that we'll get back. And that would take a lot of the – I mean, who was the other safety outside, uh, aside uh, Harrison Smith? Because he wasn't great. Um I, I'm drawing a blank right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, but th- that would be a great thing to have is just another, a third safety to take some of the snaps. So everybody's more, you know, fresh every time they're on the field. And, you know, Harrison missed some time last year. That was the, one of the worst games we played defensively is when he was off the field. In like Kendricks, we got to move him. He, he, not good in my opinion anymore well, yeah no i mean it as the season went on it seemed like the pass rush was less and less daniel hunter was the same way nobody got in the backfield but that's what well, happens Z- when you only send four all the time like well, zadarius just- smith had nine and a half sacks through seven games or something like that yeah <laughs> and finished and then, the season the last 10 games with one sack i mean like come on like send more people so yeah, I think Bynum. Cameron Bynum was the other safety. Yes, Cam- to yes. Smith. Yeah. Um, and he's he's okay. He's that I great. Mean, he's he's opportunistic. Like you know, he's in the right t- place at the right time. Harrison Smith lays licks though. Uh, that's a guy who yes. still hits motherfuckers really hard. But if we have a scheme where we're not just playing drop back zone, I mean, yeah. What? what I don't care who, what quarterback you are. If you're a quarterback in the NFL you're pretty decent. And if you're a team's going to just play zone and only rush four people, I think even you and I might be able to complete a few passes. Like, <laughs> I don't like, know about that. Uh, I think we'd all shit our pants, frankly. Uh, well, uh, maybe getting but... hit by a 300 pound man does not excite me in any way. I think I'd rather ride a bull. I really would. That's uh, don't put that in, in, you know, oh, don't put me in that situation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you saw the leverage chart. Shelly talked about the uh, guy recently who said, don't do it. Don't take the shots. Don't make them put, get you back on the field. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, this, this sport is, it's gladiator sport. Um, it's oh, 100%. Thing. Yeah. But the Vikings have a lot of decisions to make by March 15th. Uh, I guess we're saying well, you can probably expect a Kirk Cousin extension before March 15th. If that's I would think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any other way around it. And, and I mean, that doesn't bother me too much. No, it, wouldn't it's. Mind, wouldn't mind starting to invest in a, in a backup, though, considering his age, even though he hasn't missed a game in like eight years besides being sick with COVID. Because he but I mean, that's the thing. Who do you get? I mean, you well, know. Kaepernick's out there. <laughs> well, fair enough. Um, do you. I, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. Like the 49ers can't keep all three of their quarterbacks oh no garoppolo will be on the market yeah which all that guy does is win i mean a great backup quarterback and you know he's going to support 
Kirk when he's out there, and yeah, he'll he'll be he's great clubhouse guy. It seems the like. thing is, is he got starter money though, so I mean, it doesn't matter. I think at this point in his in his career, he, with all the injuries he's had, he'll be happy on the sideline next to Kirk Cousins and waiting to to get into a game and and win it because that's the type of guy he is. Yeah. I mean, he was he was a throw away from winning the Super Bowl. He just had to make that one deep throw. The throw that Kirk Cousins <laughs> can make is the, the throw that he cannot make. That uh, is so correct. we have that guy. We got that guy. So, I mean, you've got to be excited about having a guy that's, you know, has, it's you know, met the threshold as uh, well, the Vikings GM said. You know, and like when we were going over this through text message, honestly, like, I don't their defense in my opinion can't get any worse. I mean give no, up it, it can get worse. Points, it like, can only be worse than uh, you know get worse than one more team, but it's yeah, no it does just because you're the worst doesn't mean you can't get worse. It's fair enough, but I with our offense there's another good question. I mean Dalvin Cook, I think we move him. Oh, I think so too. There's yeah. word that we're we're going to re-sign Madison. So yeah. There's no sense having both. Like, I mean, you've got such depth at wide receiver. You plan on throwing the ball a lot, especially with the new the new head coach. Uh, yeah, I just don't see the point in having a bunch of money invested in a running back that you're going to lose use less and less. I'm a fourth rounder. I'm not like any draft pick really for him. Yeah. You know, what I mean? I'm not. We don't need a first rounder for Dalvin Cook or. Shit. That's a lot of contract to take on, and people don't like taking on running back contracts. I mean, we just saw what happened with Dallas. Uh, it might be the last year that uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott is a is a cowboy. He got outperformed yes, but... by uh, Pollard. Is that the yep. guy? Who... Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't even be opposed to just releasing Dalvin Cook. Oh, Taking, I think that's probably what you're going to have to settle for, frankly. After the June 15th thing, I believe it's June 15th when you get a deal on it. You know, you pay him so much. I I love Dalvin Cook, but I don't. I could. I he's had a. We lot need of, money. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That we do have one of the worst cap situations in the NFL right now. So I mean, that's that's why we suspect Kirk Cousins will get an extension that's pretty team friendly and. They've extended the uh, times to negotiate with uh, Tomlinson, and uh, I just Patrick Peterson's do a raise though. I'm sorry, the man played so well last year. He ain't gonna be making less than he did last year because he was one of our cheaper contracts. Uh, and I think in this scheme, he'll be better. He'll be a better cornerback than he was last year. He he, I think outperformed. Oh, absolutely. What he was actually worth last year. All right. Well, Mike's still not here, but we can talk about the Twin Spring training games. Uh, have you been watching any of the the Twin Spring, Brad? I guess you Tish, the, man. That's yeah. why. That's why I said, dude. That uh, God, who's the guy I texted you, man? That said we need to sign. This guy's going to be our our stud. Oh, I don't know the Facebook. I didn't watch that video. Um, no, no. It, I just texted you it. Um, well, we got good news. I mean, the guy we traded for, Pablo Lopez, can throw strikes, it seems like. Soto. Sorry, Soto. Soto? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Elliot Soto? <laughs> yeah, that you said is going to be bagging garbage or groceries. No, he's hitting off guys who will be bagging groceries is what <laughs> oh. I said. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 
we, everything that we want to happen has happened so far. Like our, our baseball boner for Brooks Lee is getting bigger. Uh, oh boy. Oh boy. A thousand OPS. You can't ask for much more. No. Uh, yeah. And uh, Jorge Lopez might have some command issues, but did throw 97. Pablo Lopez threw a bunch of strikes, struck some guys out. Trevor McGill never seemed like a guy who was going to make the roster or the, uh, the team anyways, to me, like, I just, I've never liked him coming out of the pen. He got one out and allowed three hits, three walks, and six earned runs for a 162 ERA. That you don't come back from that in the spring. <laughs> you don't get that number much lower. Uh, no. <laughs> you really just got to make sure that shit don't happen on your first outing in spring. But uh, maybe he'll get in a groove and they'll be like, oh, look at him miss bats. I don't know. But he sure didn't miss any bats in bat outing. Uh, that was did the you one know? game I did watch. Oh, you got some did you know. Did you know, in 2014, we had one member that was eligible to be inducted to the Twins Hall of Fame. Can you name that player? 2014. One player eligible? Yep. For the Twins Hall of Fame? That's only like yeah, just two, the Twins two Hall years Fame. after. Uh, yep. Is it Tory Hunter? No. It was Chuck Knobloch. Really? He still wasn't and, in the Hall of Fame in 2014? No. Wow. The reason why he was going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Twins Hall of Fame that year, until he got arrested on domestic violence charges. Oh, shit. So it's still out there where they thought maybe Somehow they'll... I feel less bad that, that Yankees fans threw uh, garbage at him. <laughs> well, he did get trash after that. Did you also know this? That there is a picture of Harmon Killebrew buried beneath home plate. What? That's. I think this is a conspiracy theory. I think this is I... a Photoshop. You got to share that shit so I can put it in the uh, the blog they, post. So people they said they brought it from the Metrodome. Okay. I'm just Who's saying. They? That... Well, I Bet can't your give sources, out, folks. <laughs> I can't give out my sources. <laughs> this is like that Tyler Culver when he uh, came on and said, uh, "I believe it to be true, so it is." I mean, well, if I, if I say shit, it is true. Uh huh. I speak. I speak, speak the word truth. of God. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a shootout. God's like Freddie Goudreau. Uh, let's, let's go. Let's keep going on here. Let's see. Elliot Solo and uh, Edwards Julian are mashing. Uh, apparently, Julian went yard twice on Monday, which is awesome. Um, in Double A last year, he posted a five sixty three on base percentage, which just doesn't even seem real. No, um, and a six H not in this day and age. I mean that that is an insane OPS. Holy shit! Um, no, I mean like in this day and age, like. Right. Your on-base percentage pretty much reflects your batting average. It should, it's almost the same number for like it's guys crazy. Like, yeah. Uh, let's see. Tyler Maley's stuff looked good. Uh, he's already at throwing uh, ninety-four miles an hour, which is better than last year. Um, the team has had ex- some injuries already, though, and Mike has talked about how this team is like trying to become injury-proof and. Uh, so Larnick was a late scratch uh, with some sort of lower body injury. I guess that's good news because it's not like his hands or anything like that. Um, 
and Miranda has a sore, short, sore shoulder. That's hard to say. Um, sure shoulder. Yeah, he's been, <laughs> <laughs> you fucked it up too. Uh, that's why he's been DHing so much. Um, and now we are to what we really want to talk about: the pitch clock, my favorite thing in Major League Baseball. Oh my gosh. Uh, I've loved the Instagram post. This is how baseball makes its comeback with crazy rules that piss off managers. I mean, this is what the game has been missing is actually you haven't seen any in spring. That's the thing is nobody cares about these games at all. Like at one point in the, uh, I think a Baltimore game the other day, the officials came off the uh, field uh, because it was technically ball game over, right? It was bottom half of the ninth, but the team wanted to come out and get reps anyways. So they're like, well, we're not calling balls or strikes, and and our our job here is done. And so yeah, that was that was crazy. Actually, it's just grown men playing in the sandlot. Like that I was know. Kind of, that was I like, love spring training for that reason. I feel like so, the guys are just there to have some fun. I, I did see. I was going over some um, replays of some stuff with about the pitch clock and whatnot. And I think already they had one where there was a runner on third base because he violated the pitch count yeah he come home like so what are Automatic the actual, is that that's what okay that's what it is it must be with a runner on base it's an automatic ball for the batter with nobody on base uh so i imagine it's another ball for the batter and a balk with a runner on base um it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be you know you're makes so, oh hmm. i want managers to get so pissed off about this it's well because what they say are already in spring training their games are being cut by like 28 minutes or something yeah, like two minutes and 30 or two hours and 35 minutes is what uh like, so uh, that's Michael good said um, on the Levitard show and then you add into that you know you can't do all this funky shit while you're pitching and whatnot like oh yeah it's gonna be some uh uh, some windups illegal. Well, I didn't understand that because I, is there a penalty for that? Did I would say it would the rule. Be, it's an automatic ball, but that's what I would have call to a say. Block two with somebody on base. See, I, I guess that's the that's the thing we have to look more into the rules. Like, is it are the rules different if somebody's on base? Is yeah, it? Well, it's funny. Like I, I've never really had to worry about the MLB changing rules because they've been so you know resistant to that. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the pitch clock. I think it's great. I think it'll make managers mad. I think it'll uh, re- result in more ejections, which is really the best part of that game. Uh, rejections, uh, ejections, and uh, bench clearing br- brawls are the best thing about baseball. Right? So, are they? Is are they doing this in the postseason too, or is? Oh yeah. We, yeah, the cause... the pitch clock is is in effect for all games because yeah, you see in the postseason, uh, ten minute warning. Uh, there's some great video out there of uh, back uh, must have been the year the Cubs won the World Series Um, there's a pitcher who doesn't manage to throw a single pitch to the batter Um, was that Benitez where they showed the Javi yeah there's a guy that that hits like three inside the park home runs Uh, Jose Alto hits three inside the park home runs before he throws his first pitch um yeah so i mean that was the problem with the game really like this is why we you know can't stay tuned for three the, hours and my, minutes. my thing when you get to the postseason though doesn't matter like postseason to it me, does it does for me because i'm still not watching that game on television like there are just too many commercial breaks there are 18 breaks in the game um fair enough yeah see but like i'll compare it to hockey because like hockey i like what they do in the regular season the three on three it's fun it's absolutely oh. fun 
It's the best. It's the best overtime in the history of overtime. But best then you get to the playoffs, you. and you and go back to five on five. Yeah, but that's the way it ought to be. I mean, the best team should win, not the best power play unit in the playoffs. I think. I guess yeah. It's it's a that's not a good thing to compare. Like, imagine if the if the if the Wild won a Stanley Cup because of a shoot because they're great on shootouts. <laughs> we wouldn't feel real great about that, would we? Yeah. <laughs> we take it we take it a minnesota championships a minnesota championship that's right get your name on that trophy oh we still haven't gotten our name on that trophy oh that day's gonna be great see i i almost it's like i'm torn i want to see the vikings win a super bowl but i think i'd rather be in minnesota when the trophy comes back for the stanley cup yeah, state, you'd want to be in the state of hockey when the, the greatest hockey trophy and the greatest trophy in all of all of trophies is in the state. Yeah, that place, this place is going to be insane. I might oh, have to it would leave be, my house. <laughs> it would be out of be overrun with people. Yeah, that's right in a rock. Do you know who's played the most shows at Target Field? The most shows? What shows? Let's go. Let's just say like music shows. At Target Field, huh? Yeah. No, I couldn't tell you. Bring, it's Bruce a Springsteen? No, mm. not even close. But it, it, it's a tie between Kenny Chesney and the Zach Brown Band. Oh, of course just it in is. Case, just in case people out there wanted to know who has performed the most at uh, Target yeah. Field other than the baseball players. See, that's targeting more of the suburban audience than, than the downtown <laughs> audience. I saw Weezer want- at Target Field. That was a great show. Oh, I wish I would have went to that. Do you want to know something else that's good for the suburban people, too? Okay. Did you know that Target Field is one of the most vegan-friendly uh, stadiums? I believe in the it. Yeah. It's also one of the most environmentally friendly, too. Like, they recycle their water to the point where you can drink it. That's how good it is. They use it to water yeah, the field and stuff. In 2018, PETA claimed... That Target Field was one of the most vegan-friendly. Wow, ballparks. You know, I like going to see the Twins on the road with Mike, just to kind of realize how good I've got it at Target Field. Because, like, I haven't been to a better stadium uh, than Target Field probably since I've been to Safeco, and that was a long damn time ago. Safeco's um, pretty cool. It is. It's a nice. Well, they got that roof, you know, and it rains out there, so yeah. Um, but otherwise, we are absolutely just blessed to have this building out here. Um, I don't have no, any problem paying the, paying the extra little half a cent or whatever it was of sales tax in order to support the most beautiful building in downtown Minneapolis that'll be here long after I'm here. Um, you don't even know it's there. Yeah, it blends into the city really nicely. It's got the same. It's got that. Uh, it, it's got the same look as the uh, downtown Minneapolis library, which I really like with the limestone. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it picked a great look, and it just yeah. There's no reason to. It's and it's built on the smallest. Did you know this about Target Field? It's built on the smallest yes. square footage uh, of any MLB ballpark. Eight point five eight acres to be exact, I believe. Yeah, and that uh, that metro station makes the tax worth worth it entirely that's the thing is speaking, like, you want to speak, talk about go ahead speaking of the metro station did you know that it's the only ballpark built on railroad tracks really that that thing that's actually to me. goes under the third baseline oh did you know i did not know that no 
I, I'm full of facts today, man. <laughs> I don't know. I've been to that stadium. It doesn't go under the third baseline. It yeah, it does. Uh, it, I don't think so. It does. Look it up, man. Uh, it does. All right. Well, we got about five minutes left. Uh, well, there's no reason to really talk about the Wolves. They've been stinky, bad. Uh, they stink. But Anthony Edwards acted alongside Adam Driver in the latest 65 promo, uh, the movie about Adam Driver going back in time with future weapons to kill dinosaurs. That sounds fantastic. (laughs) I will be there. Uh, But yeah, the Wolves have been bad and uh, they probably will miss the playoffs. But uh, what what, what can you expect from the Wolves? So that being said, it's Wednesday. And you know what that means. Mike's not here. I can talk wrestling, baby. Ah, let's go. This show is going to start in seven minutes. And so what we're probably going to start off with is the face of the revolution ladder match with Samoa Joe on commentary. That is, uh, this is going to be one of the best shows in dynamite history. Always the dynamite before a pay-per-view revolution coming out is one of the best shows. You'll see the face of the revolution ladder match. It's got Sammy Guevara in it. You've got to watch it. Um, Look out for Minnesota's own top flight in the Casino Battle Royale. Uh, They're looking for the last team for the uh, four-team tag match for the tag team champions of the world. Uh, And I think top flight deserves that spot. uh, And they've got the members to make that happen in the Battle Royale. Uh, A pair of former AEW Women's World Champions go at it as Tony Storm faces Riho. Uh, That match I'm going to enjoy probably more so than any match on this card. Uh, But they will send Hook uh, versus Matt Hardy tonight. Uh, That should be fun because Hook never loses. And, uh, yeah, that's what Matt Hardy kind of does. And, I mean, it'll make the... It'll make the faction just so pissed, and that's that's the only reason that makes them worth watching. Really, so I mean, Matt Hardy's career is kind of at a point where he's just there to take L's, and that's that's okay. You got to have who, those guys. Who did he used to be a part of? The Hardy oh, the Boys. The Hardy Boys. Yeah, I mean, his brother oh. just got cleared of a DUI, or well, he got his license taken away for a decade for a DUI. Those avoid jail time, though. Um, they they were my favorite back in the day, man. When I was a yeah, little kid, they came. They had a short uh, return to AEW, and those were very good days. And then he got busted for driving while drunk for like a I don't know. I mean, it's multiple times. Uh, no kids, I don't know anybody. Don't drink and drive. Exactly. Do not drink and drive. This is why we have Metro Transit. Uh, yes, just do not do Speaking it. Speaking of that, so I felt good. So I'm staying with some families um at divisionals they got an airbnb honestly the best way to travel like it's i'm oh fuck it's awesome so we're drinking in louisville kentucky for gonzo fest found us found an airbnb cheaper than a downtown hotel that's like you know just a few blocks further away we're drinking beers afterwards i've got my cam chew on the table one of the uh the basketball players is sitting next to me. He's like, man, you chew that stuff. Is it any good? And I looked at him. I was like, never, never, <laughs> ever start this shit. Start. It is the worst thing ever. His father looks over at me and goes, Hey, that's the best advice I've ever heard you give. And I was yeah. like, I'm serious. Like, don't do this shit. Yeah. Like all vices that we do. Nope. Stay away from them. Seven fucking bucks a can, man. Oh like, my God. That used to be less than five. 
That's yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank God I kicked it. Anyways, getting back to the AEW Dynamite card. The best Dynamite you'll see, perhaps this year. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy takes on the firm's Big Bill. And he is firm. Maybe the firmest opponent Orange has faced for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. And, of course, I've got Orange on today uh, to support my boy will be maybe starting the show in four minutes uh so let me tell you what happens uh revolution ladder match i gotta take probably sammy guevara he's the favorite in the clubhouse top flight to win the battle royale uh tony storm's gonna beat Riho. hook's definitely gonna beat matt hardy and i think orange cassidy retains and that's Good our luck. show thank you bradley haas for joining us on this edition of Minnesota Foul Play by Play, you can catch us on YouTube and on TikTok at Minnesota Foul Play by Play. I'm your host, Anthony Variano. Thank you for joining us. Catch us on Substack, gogonzojournal.substack.com. And join our fantasy league if you want to win some prizes. We're doing a fantasy baseball league and uh, you can win our money. So join our fantasy league. $50 donation, gogonzojournal.substack.com. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Stay in school. <laughs> and don't.